Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Welcome to the Mark Aram Show. My name is Tim Andrews. I am filling in tonight for Mark Aram with my partner in crime here, Milani Kai. <clears throat> She's coughing. Hello. I'm eating watermelon. My watermelon's right here. You see it, Tim, don't you? I do. It, it looks don't delicious. Don't you see it, Longoria? You see my watermelon? It's a lot of watermelon. Yes, yeah. yes. It's a half of... Uh, She's not sharing with us. Right, no. Well, that's good because I don't like watermelon. What? I don't like cantaloupe. Really? This, yeah, I don't like How do you say I don't like watermelon? Who says that? In- Where are you from? The North Worder. Yes. Water melon. Water. If I want to talk like I'm from New York, because I'm from upstate New York, but uh-huh. if I want to talk like I'm from New York, I'll say water. Well, it, well that's pretty good. But you yeah. sound like a Dominicano. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say water. <laughs> I can't I can't do New York. I mean, do the basic New York. I'm from accents. New York. He I'm threw from New me York. off of the watermelon talk. Yes, Put watermelon, your... watermelon. Yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we are filling in. Mark Aaron will be back tomorrow, right, Longoria? Yes, he will. Are you happy about that? I am. You're happy your boss bit. will be back? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we haven't had the show for over a week. So. You got us filling in, boring, yeah, I mean, that, boring I mean, you it, to tears. Yeah, no, it's not that. It's just, you know, it's not the that, norm, you know. It's not I'm bad. Not, I'm not doing my normal stuff every day. Yeah, right? that's true. You aren't, but, you know, we're glad you're here. We no, are. Yeah, thank we, you. are. We, are. He doesn't like war- we are. He doesn't like watermelon, I don't, so. I don't like any kind of melon. Mm, I, that's not what I heard. I love melon. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Hashtag me, too. Hashtag hey. me also. Hey, listen, tonight is the All-Star Game. Are you excited about that? I am as excited as somebody who likes baseball can be. Awesome, because I love baseball. Last night I watched the, oh, before we get to the Home Run Derby, which was amazing. I hope if you, if you didn't see it last night, go to YouTube and watch all these highlights. It's so much fun. I hadn't watched it in 10 years, at least 10 years. And it used to be slow and boring and it took all night. This was just nonstop. Juiced balls. Dingers. See this watermelon juice in here? Uh-huh. That's what they put in the balls. Juice. I don't think they would go very far if that's juice. all they put inside of the ball. But uh, tonight, tonight at 8 o'clock, Fox TV, we're going to get out of here. We're going to go home. Uh the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Cleveland Indians uh, are hosting it at Progressive Field. Uh, it's going to be a good time. A lot of people will be there. Uh, it's, uh, of course, going to be on television, like I said, on Fox. Uh, our guys, Brave Starters, we got Freddie Freeman. It's his fourth appearance. We'll be starting first base. Ronald Acuna, his first appearance. Junior. Will be in center field. Yeah, that's right. He's a junior. And uh, pitcher Mike Soroka. I hope I'm saying that right. And Brian Snitker, our manager down here in Atlanta, is uh, one of the NL coaches. So tonight at 8 o'clock, it's the All-Star Game. So you didn't watch any of that. Uh, I watched the highlights, Tim. Unlike you, I have to be up at 3.30 in the morning, okay? Oh, poor you. Yeah. That's the reason why I stopped watching baseball, though. I worked in morning <laughs> radio for years, and you can't stay up till 11 or 12 o'clock at night just to watch baseball. I used to watch baseball every night. Braves on TBS. 
and the Yankees on well nothing down here. But when I lived up north, I watched them a lot. So I don't watch unless it's the playoffs. I don't watch whole entire games. I feel like it's a waste of my life. I'll watch starting in like the sixth inning and then take it from there. But you I are wouldn't. a fair weathered fan. You know, if you get a good pitcher's duel, the game goes by nice and fast. Back in the day, I did. Back in the day of my New York Mets. Did I say Mets in Atlanta Braves land? Yes, I said Mets. Which, by the way, we have. I mean, not we. They have a pitcher in there for the National League. But back in the day of Daryl Strawberry, Doc Good in the ninth good old. 1980s. The Coke years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Keith Hernandez. Not, not, yes. Lenny yes. Dykstra. Yeah, there you Howard go. Howard Johnson. There you go. There, we, it we was were winning. snowing in Queens every and, night. And we were winning. I could watch it then, but something happened. I, I don't watch whole. Do you, and Longoria, do you watch entire games of baseball? No. No. Do you watch no. baseball at all? Uh, only in the playoffs. Okay, see, he's yeah. kind of like me, but I can watch in and six through. The rest. Well, you're kind of like me. I grew up in the in the uh, 80s. I watched Mattingly, Dave Winfield, yes, Reggie Jackson. Yes. But I stuck with it through the 90s because they won <clears throat> four World Series. Uh, <laughs> two against the Braves, even. And, uh, hey, speaking of Acuna and, and your favorite team, the Mets. Hey, hey. Uh, Mets have a phenom rookie, Pete Alonso, who ended up yes. winning. Uh, but uh, the final round between Acuna and Pete Alonso was nowhere near as exciting as the round previous to that, which is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Just, I mean, he's a big boy, and he was winded. He's huge. But he was just cranking him out. He was winded, he was. He was. He had to stop. They all get winded, you know. Yeah. But you didn't think that uh, the guy from the Dodgers, uh, Jock Peterson, uh, would be able to go toe-to-toe with him. And he came, you know, Vladdy went first. And then Peterson comes out and he hits the home runs and they tie it up. And it was so exciting just to see that that first round or that second round. Then they had to do a tiebreaker. They tied again. And then they had three pitches. To me, that's exciting. And, you know, really, the crowd was into it and people are talking about it. And, you know, it's America's pastime, right? And, and it's exciting. Speaking of exciting. So baseball. Baseball for me is something I haven't paid a lot of attention to until this season, getting back into it. Because this Braves team is very exciting. I, I, I love watching the highlights. I love watching the games when I get a chance to do it. And it's the first time, like I said, since the 2000. Uh, both of my favorite teams are doing really, really well and could face each other in the World Series 20 years after uh, the Yankees swept them <laughs> in 1999. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I will root for the Braves if they end up getting into the World Series. No, even if they play the Yankees. So <laughs> uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Because because we won a world championship a couple years or last year with United, right? Right. Or was it this year? It's La- this year, last year, into this year. Yeah, Atlanta know, United won whatever soccer championship yeah. their league is in. But you know, I want an American sport in Atlanta to come back with a championship. We be at the Falcons or be at the Braves. But the most American sport that we've been told our whole lives is Major League Baseball. It's America's pastime. Is it still America's pastime? What do you think? What do you think? Well, first off, I, I want to digress and say that some of my friends I talk to think I don't like the Braves. It's not that I don't like the Braves, but when you grow up as a Mets fan, when you grow up like that, and then you move to Atlanta, and all of a sudden you're at the old Turner Field, and the Mets are p- playing the Braves, you don't just say, oh, I live in Atlanta now, now I'm a Braves fan. No, you don't like them, just like you didn't like them growing up. So I'm sorry that I've been here for almost two decades, and I haven't said, oh, let me trade in my Mets and Yankees hat to be an Atlanta fan, not here's, happening. Here's why people who move here from other cities all over the country like the Braves, because they grew up in the 80s with the Superstation WTBS, as owned uh, by Ted yeah. Turner, and also the Braves at the time were owned by Ted Turner. But the, the team, even in the 80s when they stunk most of the time, and they really did stink in the 80s, <laughs> um, 
they were on every single night, and I would sit and watch those games. And my grandfather in Pennsylvania, they became his favorite team. So for years and years and years, and then when I moved down here, you know, I would talk to him. I would get him little autographs and take them up. I have a Tom Glavin bat, and I got him, you know, wow. baseball signed and stuff. Um, that's how the team became, you know, America's favorite team. Oof. They were all over the country. They were. I give that to you. So if the Bra- if the Braves play the Yankees, who are you for, Tim? Well, I'm going to, like I just said, I'm going to root for the Braves. Why are you winking? I'm I mean, not that's not, why are, you hey, win- why are you winking like that? What's that? What's going on with your eye, man? I have uh, blepharospasms. <laughs> you know what a blepharospasm is? I don't, I'm afraid to ask. It sounds like. It's a twitch in your eyelid. Oh, so you just couldn't say twitch. You had to be smarter than the rest of the people on the face of the earth. But I'm, I am excited about the Braves. I mean, they need some excitement. The Falcons are a letdown. Uh, and I'm with you. Uh, soc- Major League um, Soccer, it's new, kind of new in America as a mainstream sport within right. the past they couple fill of up years. That, they yeah. fill up Mercedes bands with so many people. Who would have thought, you know? It's cool. I love that you're supporting a local team. Uh, but, you know, it's not really my thing. We, we played soccer in school and we played it in gym usually indoor you know shirts versus skins and the fat yeah. kids like me got hit with the ball <laughs> was that dodgeball or was no it, no, no it was like a inside <laughs> uh it was inside soccer and half the gym you know they would close that right, door right and then you know high school kids boys especially just beat the hell out of each other <laughs> that's what you know hey okay take the ball um but i never thought that it would catch on in the united states but you know our demographic is changing we have people from Asia, we have people from Africa, we have people from South America and Central America, and that is the sport. You know, soccer is the world sport. Football, yes, yes, correct. Baseball has traditionally been an American, uh, Japanese, and uh, Korean sport, and also Latin America, you know. Absolutely. With a lot of great players from there. But uh, I, it, I just want to know, is it still, to most people out there, is baseball America's pastime, or is it sur- surpassed by football or even soccer 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK or leave us an open mic on the WSB radio app it's the Mark Aram show on WSB pretty cool your son's playing in the uh playing baseball that's right in the minor league system excellent for the excellent excellent and you're a braves fan so i think uh since he's not in the all-star game yet you can root for the braves <laughs> well she's in a she's in a dilemma i'm kind of with her so i'm in my own dilemma you already know that yeah uh you can leave us an open mic on the wsb radio app 404-872-0750 1-800-w Ooh, my voice is changing it's time to change as uh, bobby brady said 1-800-wsb-talk uh is baseball still america's pastime david and marietta welcome to the mark aram show oh i thought i was talking to skip skip carry sorry uh no he's not here tonight <laughs> I, no, I, I love What's the, the infield fly rule? <laughs> See, I knew this was going to happen. You knew what was going to happen. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big Braves fan. I love baseball. I'm 53, but I am still resentful, and I think a lot of people are who my age, where the money comes in for supporting, you know, Major League Baseball is the strike. We still remember the strike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And I think there's a lot of bitterness with that, even after a decade, where you don't see that with football. You got people on Friday night going to high school football games, Saturday college games, Sunday, you know, you've got the NFL. They even watch the combine in the spring. They watch everything. Baseball has yeah, not caught up to that yet. Base, yeah, you don't see it baseball anymore, and I think it's no longer America's pastime because of football. That makes a lot of sense. All right, thank you, David, and thank you for giving me an opportunity to do my Skip Carey impression. <laughs> uh, he, he has a very good point. Football, after the strike, uh, football really got its you-know-what together, and he's right. They, they watch the combine, you watch the draft, you watch all that stuff that used to be taken for granted and boring is now hyped up and exciting. And I think he has a very valid point that football, American League, sorry, uh, the National Football League is America's sport. You have Friday night high school, Saturday college, Sunday pro, Monday pro, Thursday pro. Yeah. So it's all week long now in the all football season. All men in tights. But baseball has something that football doesn't have. Baseball is a very long season, so huh. it's drawn out over the summer. Uh, more opportunities for excitement, I think. I know the games are long, and I know to some people they're boring, but a home run or a really good pitcher's duel or somebody that's hitting the cycle, that stuff's exciting. <laughs> All right, I'll find out more about what you think when we come back. And we still want to know what you think. 404-872-0750. Should Milani Kai shut up? 1-800-WSB-TALK. It's the Mark Aram Show on WSB. Football is the number one North American game. Baseball is old Latin, uh, Latin America, South, Central, and North American games. We watch equally, but soccer is definitely more global. There are tons of fans all around the globe, and these fans are very passionate about soccer, not just in America, but all over the world. All over the globe, they are fans. I'm of soccer. done with you. Why are you I'm done so with done me? with you. Hey, welcome back to the Mark Aram so Show. Tim Andrews and Milani Kai filling in. You can hear me Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on the Von Hessler Doctrine. And when can people find you? Uh, we're on our sister station, KISS 104.1. I do the news for them Monday through Friday on the morning show. Speaking of, he said about around the glob. Yeah. I mean, the, glo the globe. You're messing me up, Tim. He said glob. I was he did in. Say glob. <laughs> Thank I you, was Longoria. in Italy during one of the World Cup things. Uh, I was in Rome and. It was, it's a religion, like the S, like SEC football in the South is a religion. Mm -hmm. In Italy and Europe, I mean, these people, the world stopped when Italy was playing. And when they lost, there were little kids on the street crying, passing out. I thought maybe one of their leaders in Italy had died. And I asked my friend, Andrea Mona, what's going on? And he said, we lost. Oh, I, I said, well, why are little kids that are five and six, why are people sprawled out, crying, hugging like something? He said, that's just what it is over here. Really? I don't think we're there yet. I think we're excited in Atlanta and other places in America. I back, don't, in, I, back in 1993, I threw a chair down a flight of steps when the Bills lost yet another Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh. Three in a row, right? Oh, that was the third one. Yeah. yeah. They, they had one more to lose. <laughs> One more. They lost four in a four row. Four in a row. Four yeah. in a row. Yeah, four in a row. Yeah. But I agree. It's a, partial part, a part of what he's saying. I mean, I, I agree. I don't think Atlanta, I mean, I don't think America is there yet as far as soccer, but it is exciting to see that Atlanta is taking the lead in cities. Yeah. Um, and fan, the fan base is crazy. People love the United. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Mike in Atlanta, real quick, what's going on? 
Hey, Mark. Uh, hey. Just wanted to chime in on this thing. I, I, uh, I, I got to say that if they quit playing baseball, I got to say this up front. If they quit playing baseball tomorrow, I wouldn't know it for probably two weeks. Uh, it, it just, I, you know, oh. I, I'm, not, I, I'm that guy. I'm sorry. And, That's all and right. Don't be sorry. Or, well, uh, you know, again, I played baseball all my childhood. My siblings played baseball, came up in the 70s. My kids played baseball. I coached baseball for whatever reason, and I can't put my finger on a particular date. But it just it, – I'll, I'll share this with you. I had a son, my youngest son, who was an incredible athlete, could play anything, and was just fantastic at it. I'd, I'd love to take credit for being part of those genes. Well, but, you, you taught well, him, right? You passed it along. I guess. I guess, yeah. but uh, for whatever reason, he, he could, literally. I mean, you could just he, – he never played baseball. He decided to play baseball. He was fantastic at it, and he came home. I'll never forget the day uh, they, moved, the, the, they moved him to third base. I said, just, you know, my son can play. Let him, let him play in the infield. Stopped everything you hit at him. Tagged third base, got the guy out coming from second, threw it to first base. It was responsible for a double play, if you will. Wow. Uh, came home that af- that afternoon and said, Dad, this game's boring. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll I was getting bored with the story. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because it was like a bad Lifetime sports movie for me, what you were saying. Go ahead. Mike, I enjoyed your 30 for 30 <laughs> here on uh, the Mark Aram Show. I did. I, I understand what he's saying. Because kids think sometimes baseball can be boring. What do you do? You're standing in the infield. You're, if you play right. the outfield. When I played the outfield in Little League, I would go home and my grandpa would go, you know, you weren't paying attention to the game at all. And I said, well, no, girls were walking by. My- but what I mean, ba- <laughs> the story now I get it. The story, it, it, the story was getting boring. And I was like, that makes sense because he said his son was bored. So thank you, Doug. Tonight is the All-Star Game, and we are talking about baseball. Is Major League Baseball still America's pastime? What does a pastime mean? Does it mean you pass the time by going to a baseball game? Uh, does it mean, That's a good question. Does it mean it's past and then time? <laughs> I can't much. really parse it down. Listen, can I can I can I add on to what you were saying about being bored and what the last caller now said? Now quit going after poor Mike. Yeah, no, no, no. My six-year-old nephew is playing baseball now, and he's in the outfield. And my sister and my brother-in-law yell at him because in the outfield he's chasing butterflies. There's things that aren't there. He's twirling. He's grabbing flies, monsters. And after the game, they're looking at him like, "What are you doing? You have to pay attention." And he's just like, "I'm bored." They're like, "What were you doing?" He's like, "I was hitting at the monster." They're like, there's no monster there. Does he play for the Red Sox? (laughs) (laughs) So I get what you say. He was bored. His son was bored. It's kind of boring, especially for that age. Playing right field when I was in Little (laughs) League was the most boring (laughs) position I could imagine. I played third base also. How young were you? Oh, well, you know, you're 9 to 12, so okay, 9 okay. to 12. And then I played, uh, we had called, it was called Babe Ruth League, which was for 13 and 14-year-olds. And we didn't have in my town enough kids to play high school baseball, so we had an American Legion team. In my last season, we were 0 and 30. That's great. Yeah, that yeah. is just so good. So that we you were, told us that. Yeah, we batted a thousand <laughs> the wrong way. <laughs> well, not one game, Tim. Huh? Not one game. No. 
Not like, one game. It's terrible. But I had the second highest batting average. I just couldn't run. You didn't. It doesn't matter. You were 0-30. It doesn't matter what your batting average was, man. Baseball is a team effort. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Hey, is baseball still our national pastime? You can also leave us an open mic on the WSB radio app. It's the Mark Aram Show on WSB. Social media is actually America's pastime. There are more people in this country at any given time sitting on the toilet, checking their news feed and all their social media accounts. I don't know that I can disagree with that. Well, I don't know if she, I was in the, in the restroom with someone. Listen, I was talking. She wasn't on her social media. She was closing a deal in the stall. And it was stinking in there, too. What deal? She was closing a deal. She was closing a, a, a Cox deal, I guess. She was in the stall, and she was Don't throw just... your fellow co-workers right. under the, <laughs> under the toilet. <laughs> under the toilet. I don't know what was in that toilet, but she wasn't... <laughs> she closed the deal, and she was typing in there, too. <laughs> I hope she made money. I heard... <laughs> she was typing. So she had her laptop, obviously. She uh... had her cell phone. I don't know if she was checking social media, but her pastime was sitting in that stall, blowing up the bathroom, and just... Okay. All right. Longoria, well, can you get me out of this? 404 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. Hey, thanks to everybody leaving open mics tonight. You can leave one at the WSB radio app. Now, listen, we've been talking about baseball. Is it still America's pastime? Uh, and I didn't know how that got started. So, John and Forsyth, tell us how it became called America's pastime. So, baseball came of age during the growth of the industrial age in the United States. Okay. And the proliferation of factories. And back then, there was no air conditioning. So, the factories would shut down midday and send people home to try to get cool. And people would look for something to do to pass the time. Okay. So, a game called baseball broke out in the park, and people would go sit in the shade and watch the game and pass time. Okay. Now, the game would not have grown in popularity had there been air conditioning at home, but there was no air conditioning. Right. Oh. Fast forward to today, we have air conditioning, we have non-industrial jobs, and the games are on TV at night. So it's completely changed. And, of course, as your callers have said, the game lacks some of the excitement of basketball or hockey or some of the other games. Thank you, John. That was pretty uh, informative. I didn't know that. Yeah. And we talk about it may not a lot of people saying it may not be America's pastime, but baseball players quietly Major League Baseball is making money. I don't know how they're doing it, TV deals. where they're doing it for the Marketing, average. Yeah, merchandising. they're making it. I have to disagree with everybody, though, as we wrap up this hour and go into the next hour. I got to tell you. I think that women's soccer is America's pastime no. now. You don't believe, you disagree with me? No, it's not. It's the men in tights running up and down the field, the big men in tights, 250, lots of muscles, like just men in tights, football, running up and down the field. Okay, Yeah, but Where they're not we? woke. Yeah. They're not woke. They are, oh. Megan Rapino is woke. Colin Kaepernick is woke. Colin Kaepernick doesn't play football. Alex Morgan is woke. It's, Ah, uh, yeah, the women's U.S. soccer who are coming off of a, their fourth World Cup. Fourth World Cup, and they're comparing themselves to the 99ers. They're the 19ers, the 99ers versus the 19ers. Who was the better team? Well, I have to go with the 99ers because they weren't out there talking about how awesome they were. Congratulations, U.S. women's soccer team. 
I think they should be paid more. No, you don't really think that, but we're going to talk about that because they actually think that they should be paid more. And then, of course, we want to know what the audience thinks. Do you think the women should be paid as much as the men? We'll talk about that. All right. That's coming up next on The Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. Welcome to the Mark Aram Show. I'm not Mark Aram. I'm Tim Andrews, joined by Milani Kai. And I'm eating my watermelon. Right. You didn't bring enough for everybody. I did not. And I I did, but I'm not giving it out. And I would like to say my watermelon actually has black seeds in it. It's non-GMO. So it has seeds in it. The black seeds. Well, all watermelon seeds are black. The seedless. No, no, no. Yeah, they are. They well, they the they, ones that will germinate are. Yeah, but then they have the seedless. You ever go now the popular ones? I don't eat the seedless ones because I don't eat Franken foods. Exactly. Except for when I go, you know, everywhere. So else. I want to show you they're black. All right, I got it. You brought watermelon and I'm and black, bl- and I'm black. Longoria. Are you a black seed? <laughs> She's a bad seed. I'm a black sheep. We know that for sure. Uh, <laughs> we are talking about tonight, uh, we are talking about baseball, because tonight, in less than an hour now, uh, it'll be time for the All-Star Game, the annual tradition that goes back, this is the 90th one. Ooh. 90th one. A couple of good uh, couple of good guys from the Braves. Freddie Freeman, it's his fourth appearance tonight. He'll be playing first, starting at first base. Ronald Acuna Jr., it's his first appearance. Well, hey. See what you do when you throw me off with your glob. You want to just talk about the glob. Yeah, the glob just keeps spinning. Uh, So is America's pastime still baseball? People have thoughts. They are up there waiting for us to take their call. 404-872. Up where, Tim? You're pointing in the air. Into the ether that surrounds the glob. (laughs) They're up there. 1-800-WSB-TALK. And, of course, you can leave us an open mic on the WSB radio app. Some people disagree with baseball being the national pastime. Me, for instance, I think it's women's soccer. We want to change the world. We want to change the way that people look at us, that people look at young girls, that people look at young boys. Um, we want to change the game forever. That is Megan Rapino, and she was, of course, the big star of the U.S. women's team. Is it the U.S. women's national team or the U.S. women's team? Well, we say the U.S. women's World Cup team, so uh-huh. I guess. Well, they have collectively f- filed a lawsuit against the governing body of U.S. I don't know if it's professional, but U.S. soccer teams right here in the United States. I'm confused by all this, and I'm hoping that you can sort it out for me. Otherwise, we're going to have to go to caller. Let's let's go to the calls first, and then we'll talk about. No, 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 no. no. But I want to tell you that that uh, you know they're very, very pleased with themselves for winning uh, over there in Europe, winning the World Cup, as they should be. Mm-hmm. As they should be. Mm-hmm. Although I would say that some of the teams they played were suspect and maybe shouldn't have been there. And let's not forget, they did get beat by a bunch of high school boys in a friendly game, right? Well, let's put it this way. It is the fourth in a row World Cup for the U.S. women. Fourth and in a row? Yes. Or fourth four, all time? Four, 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 one, two, three, four. So I guess that's 16 years. They have a good program. Yeah. But. Uh, you run into problems when they made it all political and Megan Rapinoe uh, wouldn't uh, kneel. You know, she made it all about her. And so did the other one, Alex Morgan. Here's Alex Morgan. I mean, I said it when we arrived yesterday. We're not just like a soccer team. We're America's team. And I think that fans are behind us. Everyone's behind us. We have the platform now. 
Um, so it's kind of, it's just continuing to nudge that along. It's continuing to voice our concerns and our opinions. And it is just leaving that legacy like the 99ers left and, you know, making our own as 19ers. 99ers were the first team in the 19, in the 19s, the last one. She said a couple things in there. We're America's team now. No, you're not. You're not the Dallas Cowboys. You're not. You're, Dallas oh, Cowboys. Well, no, no, no. That I is know. the America's team. Is, right, right, Longoria? Yes, the cowgirls are American. The cowgirls, they're, they're, they're homosexuals, I the ex homosexuals. He's a uh, Texans fan. I am a Texans yeah, fan. Well, yeah. When have they won a Super Bowl? Well, n- never, but, but <laughs> there's, there's but, always but, the future. Yeah, there's there always is. the Oilers. You don't have to poop Back on my in the parade. Day, right? I won't poop on your parade. I'm not a horse. <laughs> and but I'm anyway. sorry, Tim, it's two, they won four, two in a row, though. Four, okay. but two in a row. All right, so the Dallas Cowboys are America's team. And then she said something about we have the platform now. What platform? Is there a United Sports platform and you just kick somebody off and you get to stand up there and, and pontificate to us? No. You play soccer. You kick a ball. Good for you that you won representing the United States because the United States won. Yes. It doesn't matter if you're women. doesn't matter if you're men. And uh, mm, what platform? You know, that was a lot of gobbledygook she was saying. Let's listen to it again real quick. I mean, I— said it when we arrived yesterday, we're not just like a soccer team, we're America's right. team. And I think that yeah. fans are behind us, everyone's yeah. behind us, we have the platform now. Platform. Um, so it's kind of, it's just continuing to nudge that along. It's yeah. continuing to voice our concerns our and concerns our opinions. concerns about and what? Opinions about what? It is just what? leaving that legacy like the 99ers left and you know, making our own as 19ers. You know, you could have said all that with two words. Thank you for letting, or more than two words, but just a quicker <laughs> sentence was, you know what, we played really well and we won and we're happy that little girls in America can look up to us. Well, I, I would say that there definitely is a platform and how the platform started. Now, would people be watching if Megan Rapino hadn't started going back and forth with Donald Trump? Yeah, you have soccer fans. They would have watched as evident in evidence in Mercedes-Benz Stadium when that place was yeah. pretty filled up just to watch the match in France. I don't know. What um, else are people going to do? But I think it drew a lot of attention when Megan came out and she somebody asked her about the White House. Or I don't know if she just said it. And she said, I'm not effing going to the White House if we win. And then all of a sudden you got a lot of media attention. She's gotten some attention before, but that kind of started the World Cup for people like me who I was not I was going to see if they won. But I'm not sitting there like Longoria just watching. Oh, when are the women coming on? Let me. Oh, I can't go out like the best. Winner, like, the, the, no. The, as an aside, the best. I didn't know you were at my house. <laughs> she was. She looks through your window. I guess so. So do I. Oh, wow. I always different time. Somebody's watching me. Um, okay. Yeah, I think when they they can you know brag and you know they have they have the right to you know to to strut a little bit because they won yes. the world championship, but they'll never compete to the number one women's sport in the world, which is beach volleyball. <laughs> I was about to say, what's the number one women's sport? What the is the one number to watch one women's sport? If you're sport? a guy and you're Oh straight. my goodness, that is so, hashtag me too. No, no, no. Any volleyball. Hashtag Mc... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, much. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you guys watch um, beach volleyball for yeah, the women? The, the, the reason why a lot of women watch football? To see the men in tights. Well, they're with not the half naked on the football field. But they may as well be with the, 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 men, the tights on. So my opinion is that Megan Rapino. Rapino, however the hell you say it, and uh, Alex Morgan are pretty high on themselves and like themselves quite a bit. There are other people on the team I didn't hear anything from because they weren't saying anything. There was one girl on the team that was Christian. I don't even think she even played. Right. <laughs> but, again, is, is soccer, not just women's soccer, taking over? No. Is it the new American pastime? 404-872-0750. Branson in Yorkville, what do you think? 
I think uh, baseball is America's favorite pastime. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people watch baseball. Few people watch. Not hard as many watch football. And I like college football, and I watch Georgia Bulldogs. Well, everybody down yeah. here watches Georgia. If you don't have it on, they'll come to your house and turn it on for you. <laughs> uh, well, you got some of them Georgia Tech fans. Nah, too, we don't oh. care about them. Georgia. <laughs> Go Tech. But uh, I, I didn't watch any of the soccer. I kept up with how they was winning a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they won. But sports is not the place for a platform. I appreciate that. He has a very good point there. It is not a place for a platform, unless you're Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali had a platform in the 60s, and they took his title away from him. He got drafted, didn't want to go to Vietnam, and the reason they were going to send him there is because he was a loudmouth, according to (laughs) to the, the people in charge then. Now, you're Muhammad Ali in the 1960s. Still pretty crazy in this country, right? Racially, Mm -hmm. still really, really, I mean, it was bad all the way through the 70s, but he went, he didn't go to jail, but he got stripped of his title and he couldn't box for a long time. But he took a stand, took a moral stand that a lot of people did. What is Megan Rapinoe talking about? She doesn't like the president. She doesn't like the president. She doesn't like that that women sports doesn't make as much as men's sports. Ah, wait a minute, back up. Ah. There we go. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Do they make as much as the men? No, they don't. Mm-mm. Why is that? I don't know. I didn't research it before the show. No, I did. I read about it. But what is the main issue with that? I think the issue is women uh, were in the year, what, 2019 now? Right. And let's not, let's not, as a friend of mine tried to do, she tried to compare it with women CEOs not making as much as men CEOs. I think that's totally, totally, totally different. If you do a job and you work for a company and you are a woman and you're doing it just as well as your male counterpart or the person before you, yeah, you should make as much. Now we're talking about, we're talking about sports now, which is about economics, okay? Mm. It's about economics. Are the women making as much as the men. I played uh, for Syracuse University, which is high division one. Uh, the women's basketball was cool, but men's basketball was even better than that. So the men were bringing in all the money. They got more perks than we did. We got a lot of perks. So if the men got 30 pairs of sneakers, we got 15 pairs of sneakers. It's not like we could say, oh, we need that's not fair. This is not it's not equal. No, they're, they're filling up the carrier dome with thousands and thousands of people and people came to see us but we weren't making the revenue they were making isn't that the same in the nba the nba completely subsidizes the wnba and some of those players are starting to ask for the same kinds of contracts as the nba players are getting you're not going to get that you can't fill up an arena you don't have a you have a tv contract just because the nba says hey show these games uh nobody would watch it or care and and that's it i mean it is what it is you want to watch a quality product if you're going to watch it on tv or if you're going to go and spend all that money to take your family there you know you want to watch these these athletes you want to watch the guys going up and down and i'm not saying that women aren't athletes but when it comes to like basketball or baseball what who, who goes to games more who do you go to softball games or you go to baseball games you go to baseball games right <laughs> now but when it comes to the soccer i kind of have kind of get her point i kind of get their point is that they're bringing in now more revenue than the men's u.s team but they are somehow paid by the the 
FIFA in the world, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't sound like I know what I'm talking about, but th- th- they have a collective, Bargain and whoever wins, yeah. they they get that the pool money, right? Yeah, there's a pool money, and it's already established before you win. So to your point, right, they're doing well now. The men are not doing well. They actually lost the gold cup to uh, to Mexico. They're not doing well at all. But I would guarantee you that if the women, this is what I'm for, if the if the CBA or the collective agreement says you're going to get 30 million if you win. And you guys say, okay, we're going to play in this. You ladies say, okay, we're going to play in this tournament and get $30 million, Then that's what you get. Okay. Now, if you yeah. want to fight, which what they're doing now is they're fighting for down the line. So it's up to, I don't care. I mean, if they have the money and they want to give it to them, fine. What do I care? But if they say no, what are you going to do? What well, are you going to do? Not play? They're not even suing FIFA, though. They're suing the U.S. governing body of their team, right? Or, the, or the, of the sport? Listen, it, uh, according to what I know, they're no, they they, they can't. The FIFA wouldn't, they, they would not hear that. I mean, when U.S. women, they did win the World Cup, mm-hmm. but you've got it's not even the the phenomenon that it is in 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 the European countries or the Latino countries. So, uh, what they're doing, they just want more money because they want to be equal to men. They want to be equal to and men. They're not, and they're not making enough money. All right. Well, you know what? Don't act like Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> <laughs> we found a hockey coach, by the way. Have you seen this video? This this hockey coach still un- unidentified uh, up to this they point. They find him yet? I don't think so. We're gonna play it when we come back. But this hockey coach lays it out for his team, and uh, he has a <laughs> message for those who Ooh. would uh, who would kneel during the American or Canadian Ooh. national anthem. So, don't go away if you're on hold. It's the Mark Aram Show on WSB. from Rome on the women's soccer team. Didn't they all agree to their contract beforehand? And if they're worth more money, why did they agree to the contract? It's a point you made in the last segment. They knew what they were going to make. Why did they play if they knew what they were going to make? We'll have more on that uh, when we come back in a little bit. But uh, 404 872 Lewis in Buford says, well, what do you have to say? Hey, Tim, how are you? Good, man. Thanks for the call. Um, so, uh, nominal-wise, I don't think they should make the same. Uh, for example, the Men's uh, World Cup did $4 billion. They get 9% of that. The women did uh, less than $80 million, uh, and they're, I think their cut was going to be like $10 million. So they I get a larger share of the pie, then. That's what you're saying. They get a larger share of the purse than the men do. Correct. So they, they're at 13%. Now, if they want the same pay, that's fine. They're going to drop from 13% to 9 which is not gonna, it's not going to sound good to them. Huh. Well, gosh, I didn't even know about that. Thanks for uh, thanks for letting us know. I didn't know about that. I guess maybe that's what you were going to tell us. <laughs> yes, he just, just, he just read our mind. Yeah. So we, we, we got a tweet. Someone said, uh, the 2019 Women's World Cup generated $130 million in revenue. Mm-hmm. $30 million, uh, of which went was shared by the players. That's 23%. And the Men's 2018 World Cup brought in $6 billion. $6 billion worldwide. Yes, in revenue. They got 400 and that's 6%. <laughs> that's a lot, lot, lot of money. Well, so it's confusing to me then. What is their complaint? Why are they not making enough money? They're obs- they're they're making more money on shirt sales and merchandising and things like that. Um, 
you know, maybe they go out and, and start doing some endorsements uh, for products and start getting getting that money that athletes get. It's not that easy. It's not that easy. I mean, to be honest with you, we're happy they won. But at the tomorrow uh, by next week, nobody's going to be talking about it. We honestly, most Americans really don't. We don't we don't care. I you mean, we're get, happy. We don't care. You want to get people to sympathize with your plight. Uh, don't be an idiot when it comes to uh, the American flag, especially if you Ooh. want your own country to pay you. Ooh. Don't forget, we got that hockey coach. We're still trying to find out who it is, but we're going to play that clip when we come back and also take more of your calls. Is baseball still the national pastime or is it soccer? Or should the women make more money or as much money as the men? You're listening to The Mark Aram Show on WSB. I went out to the ball game. I sat down in the crowd. I watched millionaires swing a baseball bat while poor people watched, and I'm not down with that. By the way, I think that the soccer girls should make the same cash as the men who also play soccer. If not, you can kiss my ass. See, everything's political. Sports, <laughs> politics, it's all infusing into one, and we can't escape it because the it's all absurd. Well, Bernie, man, he's... he's the he, Bernster. He's for equal pay, that Bernie. <laughs> that Bernie. He's for everything. Reparations, equal pay. Anything. Anything to get the vote. Anything to bankrupt America. But That's we're right. About I, in fact, I love America so much, I want Kamala Harris to be the next president of this fight. 404-872-0750. We've been talking a lot about soccer tonight. We've been talking about baseball. Ooh, 20 minutes for the All-Star Game starts. You, Ooh, exciting. You. I'm going to start off watching it, but unlike, like I said, unlike you, Tim, I have to get up to do news at, at 3.30 in the morning, so. I'm rooting for the National League. 404-872-0750. Chris has been on hold in Carrollton. Welcome to the show. Hey, man, what's going on? How are you, Chris? I'm doing great. Well. I was calling about the uh, America's pastime. You mean soccer? Kickball? No. <laughs> well, uh, okay. No, I don't watch. I don't watch kickball. Okay. I'd watch kickball right. if it was professional. I loved kickball when I was a kid. I don't watch kickball at all. But you remember you had the strikes, you know, in baseball in the early nineties. That that threw a lot of people away from baseball. Yeah, the last one. Especially. And then we had the home run, the big Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa home run stuff. Yeah, the same year that, that the Yankees won. Brought a lot won of people back. Yeah, it did bring a lot of people back, and the, and the commissioner turned a blind eye to that because he needed people they back. They needed it, yeah. Yeah, they needed they people back. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it came back, and it was all steroids. Right. <laughs> we loved it, though, didn't we? Performance-enhancing drugs. So baseball's got a... It's got a you know a black guy there. I grew up, man. My favorite player is Ron Gant. I love Ron Gant. Oh, I got too. more baseball cards of Ron Gant than anybody. I guarantee it. So I grew up watching Don Mattingly too in the eighties at eighty-five tops baseball cards. That's my favorite. Mm. Donnie baseball. I, I I I think the America's pastime is now Twitter and politics, or maybe <laughs> it's just social media and yeah. politics. No it is. Because you can say one thing and, man, you get a firestorm going. And you know what I'm talking about, Tim, because you do it. All right. Now, don't tell anybody that, Christopher. I appreciate it. Well, that. I got off of Twitter. I, I've canceled my Twitter account a 
a few months ago. I did the Eric Von Hessler thing and said, I just got to get off of this. Cause uh, your life's probably massively better than mine because I obsess <laughs> about is, it. It, 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 <laughs> it actually is. I kind of miss it, sort of. But Yeah, but once you, you don't really miss it. Christopher, I thank you for holding on that long and, and sharing that with us. He's right. You know, when you step away from social media, not necessarily Facebook. I keep Facebook clean of all that stuff. I share, you know, my drawings and stuff, and I talk to friends and family. I don't do the political thing, but on Twitter, I tried. I started off the month of July trying to avoid being snarky. I was going to was going to be my month long thing, and I ended up. I think I made it to the Fourth of July. That's funny. I made it to the Fourth of July because of Colin Kaepernick. Remember Colin Kaepernick sticking his uh, beak into everything. Oh. And talking about, you know, Betsy Ross on the shoe is somehow problematic because one idiot used it at a white supremacist rally. And if you ever notice these white supremacist rallies, there's usually five really fat, uh, idiotic looking mouth breather types. And they got the Confederate flag uh, misappropriating it, of course, and everything that they have with them. You know, we're going to be a stone mountain. And then there's 8000 people there protesting and nothing but media. If you just ignored them. And exactly. they would go away because it's a dying breed. <laughs> it really is. But, you know, Colin Kaepernick is woke and everything. In fact, he even recorded a brand new Nike ad uh, to talk about that kind of thing. People tell you that you're destined to code the rest of your life because you can't find a job or interact socially with normal people. Own it. If they laugh at your ridiculous hair and the stupid things that come out of your mouth. This is private property. You're not allowed to film here. Stay that way. Because what normal people fail to understand is that calling a dream of being an overly educated, ridiculous millennial moron is not an insult, it's a compliment. Don't settle for homecoming queen, because you're fat. So you gotta get in that line and march with the other fat, anti-fa people. But you can do both. You can be fat and stupid. Gain 120 pounds and become a member of Antifa. Don't believe that you gotta get a job and socialize like a normal American. Just scream a lot, and don't forget to dye your hair blue or multicolored. Also, don't forget to wear masks and beat up gay Asian men who claim to be journalists. Don't just drink that milkshake. Put cement mix in it and throw it at somebody you disagree with. Don't become the best fat slob Antifa marcher. Be fatter than marching down the street and swearing and giving middle fingers to police officers even though you don't know what they do. Believe in something, even if it's really stupid. We cover our face because the Nazis will try to find out who we are. And they are the second coming of Hitler. So I think what we've learned on the show tonight, uh, especially from Christopher's call there a minute ago, is that politics is the new national pastime. Everyone's obsessed about it, and everybody has a favorite team. Who's your favorite team, Melani Kai? Well, it depends on who you're talking about. But politics is the new national pastime because social media has helped enable people to become, to have a voice. Everybody has a voice about everything, which I don't have a problem with. But social media is that driving force. Yeah, and everybody likes getting in the scrum. They're all fighting. It's like, uh, it's like... A pit of UFC fighters where nobody gets hurt. Right. And well, I'm, you know, except for their feelings. I'm total opposite of you, though. I kind of just use Twitter to, I don't give my opinion. I tweet stuff because I think I have, I have a lot of, 90% of my friends don't know how to be friends without, Tim, why are your glasses on the end of your nose like that? I don't know. No one can see. 
I'm looking right at you. It's, no one can see. It's so 90 year oldish. And, well, I okay. feel like I'll continue right. your point. Nobody cares. Yeah. yeah. So, so my, I have 90% of my friends. They don't know how to separate politics. Right. I have a good 10%, mm. but they don't know how to say, oh, you didn't vote for that, but the same person I voted for, then we can't be friends. Let's have an argument. They don't know how to separate it. Right. So I find that they follow on Usually it's on a horrible argument. Yeah. They, I follow on Twitter. So I might just tweet a story. I'm opposite of you on Facebook. I generally, not on my private page, on my public page, I may say, this that or the other right but, but it's it's infused everything yeah, every single thing yeah. it, and and sometimes you know i enjoy getting in that scrum and and you know mixing it up with people but it sometimes it's depressing because you, you see a lot of things that are just stupid stupid and you know i think colin kaepernick is stupid i think the betsy betsy ross flag thing is dumb uh, and like i said last week uh, I think it's a marketing thing, and it's really good for Nike to get all those woke millennials who will join Team Nike and, and never stray away from their brand. And that's a way a lot of things are done. It happened recently with the Disney movie when they decided to make a live-action version of Little Mermaid. Somebody <laughs> working at Disney said, hey, let's create some... Co-. I think, I am swear to God, that's what happened. They created controversy right. and said, not my Ariel, because the uh, the actress who's playing her is an African-American. Right. And... Uh, but nobody cares. Nobody, right, it's, it's a Disney movie. You know who cares? Fish. Disney. It's it, not even. A, it's well, not a even a thing. Woman. It's a fish woman. It's not yeah. real. It's not even. Oh, what are you? Come on, people. Yeah. So yeah. you think that you think that hashtag came from within? I think it's all manufactured. Okay. I think I think that we are being manipulated on a daily basis. We are. Now you might want to tune into Monica Perez this weekend to get the scoop <laughs> on this kind of stuff because I don't really dive in that deep. But that's my that's my initial thought. Is you know we. Anything that will gin up your anger and get you upset enough about something that really doesn't matter at all. Well, that's why Megan, back to U.S. women's soccer, when they started getting attention because she said, like, who is she? Okay, I'm not going. She's not the first person who said, I'm not going to the White House. Okay, but mainstream media takes that and they plow. Oh, U.S. soccer woman says she's not blah, blah, blah. And And then she had the girlfriend has a beef with Donald Trump. And that's what they like. Right. They like people to talk about stuff like this. And the two things that that really people should concern themselves with when it comes to this issue is one, Donald Trump isn't the White House. The White House is the White House. And Megan Rapinoe isn't the U.S. soccer team. She's just a player on the team. There are two things with two different individuals who fight each other, and we all have to take a side. 404-872-0750. Carol in Powder Springs, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hi. Hi. What are you doing there? Just... I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. Well, you're on the My radio. Comment. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate you taking my call. Sure. And I was listening to you. I um, began to think that I didn't grow up on soccer, so it's something I've been interested in and trying to learn. And I got really excited that the USA team has done so well, and I was looking forward to watching the the match until this lady started her, uh, her, I don't know what to call it, but when she started talking and and saying the things about our president that she did, I wondered, I couldn't help but just find a whole distaste for it then, and I didn't watch. I'm glad they won. But I wonder if it occurred to anyone other than me that the very thing she said about him or talked about him was the exact behavior she put out on display for everyone. Bingo. Thank you, Carolyn Powder Springs. Yeah, she made it all about her. And, you know, I don't care that you go after a president. You know, people have been going after the president since there's been one. You know, whenever, George Washington whenever. was was not, you know, yeah. immune from criticism. Mm. But um, 
it's just sheer stupidity. And, and uh, you know, the, the things that, well, you, know, blah, 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 you hear it every single day and it's a broken record, you know. And uh, especially when, it, when, when you're bringing up the fact that, oh, I'm not going to the White House. Okay, I'm not going to the White House. Big deal. Let me, let he, me, but he, he brings it on himself sometimes, too, by responding. He does. You know, who cares? He does. But let me put it this way. It's no, it's no secret that if you're a Democrat, you don't like Republicans. I'm generalizing. In Repub- it doesn't matter who's Not in office. Not you don't like the person. Well, th- well somebody's going to have a problem. It doesn't matter who's in office. The other party, for the most part, is going to have a problem. His four or eight years in office. So that's understood. But by far, um, President Donald Trump is the most, is, is the only president of my entire lifetime where you can say whatever you want to say like you said he brought a lot of this this on himself but he has no people have no respect for him but again the guy says whatever he's the donald trump of the apprentice that we grew to love <laughs> yeah well yeah i liked him in the 80s when he was the donald trump we of New all York did City. yeah we all did we all what did we expect him to walk through the doors of the white house and morph into something presidential right all the pe- a lot of people who were on that show who can't stand him now they sure loved him in the 2000s like snoop and we all loved him yeah we all we america loved him which is why the apprentice was what it was why it had such great ratings it didn't matter when my black friends say to me Oh, he's a racist. I was like, what are you talking about? We watched The Apprentice. Donald Trump trumped anybody. Didn't matter what color you were. Black, white, green, yellow, short, big, fat, skinny. He talked to everybody the same way. And we loved it. Yeah. And and, uh, Jesse Jackson doesn't go around giving an award to people who are racist. (laughs) Exactly. So I say you may not like him. Say he's crass. Say he says whatever he he wants. Yeah. But don't don't all of a sudden because he says something about an African-American. Oh, he's he's racist. It's getting it's getting watered down, to be honest with you. It is. It is. And and it's it's becoming the point of where, you know, I just want to turn it off. Yes. But I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but Megan's got what she wanted. It was me, me, myself, and I. She's right. got the attention. Uh, I don't know if this will lead her to a lot of endorsements. I'm not sure. I'm still waiting to see that. But the U.S. women's soccer team, I'm happy for them. I was okay with their celebration. I was okay with the sipping of the tea. So was I. Sorry, England. Yeah. We can sip tea if we want to. I actually th- the first thought she was doing Kermit the Frog. I thought she was smoking weed. Right. <laughs> Real quick, Vina in uh, Dawsonville, what's up? Hey, how are you? Good, thanks for the call. You got about a minute. Oh, great. Or 30 seconds. I'm just saying Trump 2020. Oh, okay, thank you. Trump 2020, I appreciate that. What are you staring at? Just randomly, a squirrel went by, and I just got distracted. That's all. Did the, it had a sign that said Trump 2020. <laughs> <laughs> kind of had Trump hair, kind of. That's what distracted me. If we've learned anything today, we've learned that America's new pastime, you know, putting a, a, a bow on the end of the show here almost, uh, is that politics is the new national pastime. And you haven't told us yet who your favorite team is. In what? In what? Who's your like, favorite like team? Like just my favorite team? Yeah. <sighs> Not sports team. Just team in general? Sure. I'm going to have to hold on to that until we get back from the break. Ooh, that's what they call it. How long ago he played the music? He played the music, so he made me tease it. He shut it off. Oh, no, he didn't. Oh. Are you messing with us? Oh, is that music? Oh, there it goes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yes, when we when we come back, I will tell you, like all of America's waiting to see what Milani Kai's favorite team is. Radios just went off. Are we really? (laughs) It's the Mark Arab Show on WSB.
And welcome back to the Mark Aram Show. We are about ready to get out of here. I want to thank Mark for letting us fill in for him tonight. Tim Andrews, one of the doctrinaires on the Von Hessler Doctrine, which you can hear Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to noon right here on WSB. And Milani Kai. Yeah, you can listen to me on our sister station, KISS 104.1. I do the news. I do news. Believe it or not, they let me do the news. And then on, I do some traffic over there with Doug Turnbull. Fireball. Oh, you mean Chopper Man? <laughs> You were going to go there. Hey, you came up with that, not me. Uh, thanks. <laughs> I for... didn't say it, Doug. Yeah, you, but you made it up. Uh, thank you to everyone who called tonight. Thank you for all your open mics. We uh, we had a really uh, spirited discussion about baseball and soccer. Baseball, in soccer. But and... we we did determine that uh, baseball and soccer are not America's no. pastime. It is politics. Via social media. That is right, where everybody argues and gets in a fight. Yes, exactly. It's like the UFC, getting the act again. Hey, I wanted to say uh, just real quick a shout out to my dad he had a surgery for trigger finger today that's oh. when your fingers lock up so he's home and resting and hopefully listening and i just want to say hey i'm glad you're feeling better hi tim dad you started pointing at me with a gun i felt no, I like I violent yeah it, but it was like oh whoa hr hr it's Get like out of here with right your in HR. bang bang you're the one who brought the watermelon you know you can follow me on <laughs> with twitter black seats at tim andrews here on twitter at Milani Kai, M-A-L-A-N-I-K-A-I. It's all one word. All right. Um, Longoria, thank you very much. Thank You're you. welcome. For running the show. Yeah. Are you going to be watching Serena Williams? She's in the semifinals. Yeah, probably. Okay, I just made you say that, didn't I? I no. Wimbledon. Really. Did I bully you into saying that? No. I feel like I bullied you. No, I like tennis. Okay, all right. Did you watch Coco Golf? Native? I did. Yeah, she did well. She's awesome. She has a bright future. She does. Hey, thanks for letting us fill in Mark Aram. Back tomorrow night right here. It's the Mark Aram Show in WSB. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet, and it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.